Welcome to the Fix Your Sciatica podcast, where we meet with experts and clients and discuss how to manage your sciatica and low back pain without the use of medications or surgery. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Mack, and I'm a physical therapist as well as the founder of iFixYourSciatica.com, a go-to resource for pain management. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you for listening. And if you are tuning in again, welcome back. And lastly, if you find today's episode or any of these episodes of this podcast to be helpful or insightful, please follow and rate this podcast on whatever platform you're using. The more followers and ratings we get, the more we can help people like you. And without further ado, let's get started. Living with sciatic pain is not fun and moving is not fun either. And moving homes with sciatica pain is even worse. Recently, my wife and I had to move homes. Our previous landlord was selling and we needed to find a new home pretty quickly. And if you've been paying attention to the markets and real estate, buying a home is not as simple and as easy as it was before. And we had to find a place fast. So for two straight weeks, my wife and I actually scoured the internet to find a new home with strikeout after strikeout. There was even a point for about six hours where my wife and I were actually considering leaving the area entirely and start our new life somewhere else outside of the Bay Area. I even started to think, all right, well, what are the steps that I need to take to make sure that my patients in Marin County are taken care of for? But that all came to an end when we found a lovely home about 25 minutes away from our old spot. And so we thought the hard part was over, or so I thought. We only had a few days to move our entire home. We could have hired a moving company, but that would cost thousands of dollars. And both my wife and I are actually physically capable of moving our home ourselves. So we ended up renting a large cargo van. And for three straight days, my wife and I, with the help of two other friends, were able to move our entire life from one home to the other. And so I'm saying three days of moving right? Our last home and our current home actually had the major living space actually on the second floor. And what that truly meant was the fact that we had to go up and down two sets of at least 12 steps, which meant that we were moving and hauling furniture, boxes, and plants up and down these steps. And after three days of physical labor, we were finally out of our old place and fully moved into our new home exhausted, a little sore, and happy to have a home. And I wanted to give thanks to having the physical ability to carry boxes and that my wife was also physically capable of moving as well. We've had our fair share of injuries in the past when we were younger. And one thing that we both agreed upon is that we needed to be in top physical shape for our health and function, but also for incidents and events like this. Now, throughout the move, I was thinking, I was picking up heavy boxes and a thought came to mind. What would this move be like if I actually hurt my back and got sciatica this instant? Would my friends or my wife be able to get the job done without me? Now, what about my wife or friends? What if they got hurt? What would be the best route for people dealing with sciatica pain and back pain to follow if they had to move homes themselves? How can we move heavy boxes without getting hurt? And what if we can't afford to hire an entire moving company to relocate our home? And these thoughts actually inspired today's episode, where I'm actually going to cover how to safely move homes when dealing with sciatica pain and also strategies to help prevent you from getting sciatica pain when moving. And so we have to answer the first question. If I got hurt or my wife or my friends who helped us move got hurt, would we still be able to get the job done? And truthfully speaking, 
we would be able to get the job done. It wouldn't be fun. It might place a little bit more strain on our marriage or friendships with our friends, but things would truly get done. We had to finish this. We are going to take a quick break to tell you about our awesome new program called the Sciatica Protocol. If you don't have the time to see a professional, but are tired of trying to figure out this recovery on your own, then the Sciatica Protocol is for you. Harness the power of a knowledgeable physical therapist through your phone. It takes no more than seven minutes per day, and it is designed to help you recover as quickly as possible. Now, having an on-demand physical therapist can cost thousands plus hours of sessions. But with the Sciatica Protocol, you'll receive the same, if not better, customized care completely free. And why are we making this program free? Because I believe that everyone deserves to live free from pain without actually having cost be the biggest obstacle. It is simple to start and all you need to do is log into ifixyoursciatica.com forward slash the dash sciatica dash protocol and fill out the nine question quiz to begin. The link for the program is in today's show notes. And also, unfortunately, at the risk of other people getting hurt, unfortunately, when you are in pain or if you have sciatica pain, lifting objects repetitively is probably not going to be the best idea for you. And the extra work that needs to be made up is going to be placed on others. However, that doesn't mean that you're entirely useless. In fact, there are many other tasks in the moving process that actually does not require physical labor. And that can include setting up bills such as electric, gas, trash, internet, et cetera, communicating with the property manager or the realtor, whoever you're dealing with, on trying to coordinate moving times, facility walkthroughs, buying food supplies for the moving team, uh, and providing verbal support for your teammates. Um, as you know, support is really key in anyone's success. You can also walk around the house and identify what can be kept or uh, kept for the move or what can be tossed as garbage or sold. And there are many tasks that you can do to help reduce the burden of moving on your team. Three days of constant moving, lifting, and walking up and downstairs definitely put a toll on my body and my muscles. I was sore, but I wasn't hurt. And luckily with my physical therapy brain, uh, there were some key strategies I actually used to ensure that I felt strong and protected when I was carrying and also tips that I shared with my partners, my wife and my friends. So here they were. The first one is that you have to get prepared to get sweaty and dirty. Now, obviously timing isn't really under any of our control. And most moves usually happen during the summertime. And as a result, it's hot. And if you're not in the San Francisco Bay Area, it can get pretty humid. And there's really no avoiding it. You're going to sweat and get in contact with some dirt, dust, and other things. Once you have actually accepted this fact, you're going to be able to do one of the most important things when it comes to carrying objects, and that is getting close to the object that you're lifting. The closer you are, the more leverage you can use. I'm going to talk about that later. Number two is you have to use your strengths. It's not about muscling the lift. Your body is actually a series of pulleys and levers, and each area is strong in certain positions and weaker in others. Remember, when lifting an object, it is best to get as close as to, to that object as possible. You know, forget about lifting with your legs. That's an old school term. I would say shift your focus on lifting with your hips. That means that you're going to be having tight abs, your chest points at the object that you're carrying, and 
That's also what happens when you're lowering. And it's a matter of sitting those hips, not just down, but also backwards and your abs will help protect your spine. Number three is asking for help when needed. You don't have to lift things on your own. In fact, if there, there were actually a lot of items that actually required me to actually ask for another person to help me due to the weight of the object being lifted or due to the shape, no one needs to be a hero. And you have a team at your disposal for a reason. Number four, take frequent breaks. Moving is physically taxing. Take your time and be aware of your energy levels. Yes, time is of the essence. You got to move fast. However, that time means nothing if you are beyond exhausted and hurt because you lifted something without rest. Hydrate and fuel up as the day goes on, and you'll never have to go through moving alone. You have a team, communicate with them and say, I need to take a break or let's take a break. Number five. I said about team a bunch of times already, but you have to communicate with your team. You are in this together. You never have to go through this alone. You have a pe- you have people there who are going to be helping you move objects, help you carry the objects with you, help you speed up the process a little bit, giving you a little bit of a reprieve. Number six, move slowly. Again, time doesn't care if you're hurt. So move slowly, be aware of your positioning, your energy levels, and be aware of where you're stepping. This is also going to help you conserve energy so you can continue to do more work after work. And last but not least, recovery. Moving day or days is not really a great time to add a workout into your day. You're already physically moving boxes and other items. So during this time, eat healthy, hydrate, and for sure, get plenty of sleep. You'll be sore on subsequent days of moving. So gentle stretching, foam rolling is going to help out with your muscles and recovery. Pain isn't fun, as you know, and having to move homes isn't fun either. However, you can get through this as long as you pay attention to your body and movement. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you got some help from today's podcast. And for more info, check us out at ifixyoursciatica.com. Have a fantastic and pain-free day. No patient-therapist relationship is formed by listening to this podcast. We are not providing medical advice, and all information should be confirmed by a medical provider.